Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Hello, Apps here from Dim Digital. Welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is the weekly video games podcast. We give our impressions of the games you can play today and we react to the latest news from the wonderful world of video games. We're here every Monday on your favourite podcast app and YouTube absolutely free. This week, I'm joined once again by the free-time Dimp Digital Gaming Quiz Champion, it's Tom Atkins, not a cock. How's it going? I'm bloody good. Good. It's that time that... Get that fucking... Oh, the fizzeroonie. Got half that on my keyboard there. Cool. Hmm. Citrusy. Bisto. Ah. Not another, even. Another week, another podcast. Another podcast. Cool, yellow piss. Yes. Um, one um, thing off the bat, actually, we won't be here next week. Oh yeah, day off. So next week, Easter, in it. So that is a day off for us. Um, if you listen or no, if you listen on the audio feed only, you will get something. You'll get a historic and old episode from way, way back. So that might be interesting, but there'll be nothing on Twitch if you're watching us live as we rec- as we stream this and record it, and there'll be nothing on the YouTube channel. But if you're a, an audio hardcore fan, you'll get something uh, that'll sound probably quite a lot different because it'll be recorded maybe maybe over five years ago. So cool, that's what's happening for next week. Get it out there early, otherwise people drop stick off. Stick the uh, stick the fucking Witcher. Review out there, get some bump up the number. <laughs> well, that, that does help sometimes when you chuck out some there. I think the highest is that the highest rated one. I think that's that fall now. Yeah, one uh, of those. Well, Dishonored's high as well in terms of videos, but yeah, we'll be having a weekend off and then we'll be back the following week. So any UK bank holiday? So that that intro is a bit of a lie because we're not here every Monday because this <laughs> is several Mondays where we actually we won't be here, um, and next week is one of them. If you don't get the day off in in wherever you live in your country, then that's a shame because we get Friday and Monday off. Hey, cool. well, I don't know about you because you're self-employed. So I don't know what you well, you're doing. I, I don't. I triple do. and say you ain't getting getting the work done unless <laughs> you fucking pay me triple on Easter. That's true. I do take the the bank holidays. It's something I've always any any excuse I don't have to work, I will take it. Yeah. Um, religious days off, you know. But and you're a religious man, so I'm a, I am. So here is my God. Yep. It's a bit. Of, what's that double? Pass? Gone off. <laughs> gone, gone off beer. Gone off. Gone off brew dogs. Gone of off brew dog one. It was. Tastes all right. It's a bit citrusy, isn't it? Looks like piss. Middle sure. cut glass. Not sure. I trust it. Um, Patreon.com forward slash idle game chat is a place to go if you want to support us. Now that you know we don't do it every Monday, you might choose not to. So I may have blown oh, cool. that. Should, should have kept that to ourselves, really, in hindsight. So should have already saying it ain't worth the money. Well, look, honesty <laughs> is always the best policy. I'll be caught out. <laughs> okay. So don't need to be known about that. Um, this week we've got some fresh impressions. We've been let down by Royal oh. Mail. Postal services, physical releases, 
a few times in the last since since probably I'm going to put it down to when we first got those that Xbox Series X when when yeah. my Series X didn't arrive on day one. You've then had a few stinkers in terms of game deliveries not showing up. Most recent one was Mario 3D World coming almost a week later, yeah. and there were worries about this week because the the big release that you would you'd gone for was Monster Hunter Rise, and we claimed to have fresh impressions, but cool. did the fucker arrive this time? The fucker! I was just looking to see when and the last game I remember receiving on day one was yep. Ghost of Tsushima, and I didn't realise that was July last year. <laughs> Fucking hell! I thought that was later than July. So Some I game. haven't, I haven't received a game on day one since July last year. Royal Mail blowers. Well, but, how many games is that though? Because it might only be two. Well, what else was there? There was, um. Creed, actually no, that, that did come. Actually no, Creed did come. Oh, I've blown it already. Creed came day one, <laughs> but that's amazing. But um, Spider Man was late. Spider Man for the PS5 because that was supposed to come the Tuesday, wasn't it? Because we got the games before oh, yeah. the console. Yes, yes. So that was late. That came about the Wednesday or Thursday. You could have popped that in your PS4, couldn't you? Uh, or not? No, no. I bought the PS5 version. So if you'd bought the PS4 version. I think you'd get it for free anyway. You'd better pop it in the disc and play a week on PS4 then Oh, up. yeah, I could have done, couldn't I? Fucking hell, blow up. Shortchanged yourself. Shortchanged yourself. <laughs> I've got the crisp, crisp PS5 dip case. True, it's got the white top. White top. Just to yeah. usher in the new generation. So that came... That was late. Yep. Then, what else was bought? Cyberpunk, that was late. Oh, was yes. Uh, what was the third one? I was gonna hold on. I've got my little fucking list here, and I, I've got lists for everything. Let me just see. So what Mario recently? I don't know if that's the third one you're thinking of. Or was no, there was. Oh, was it another one? Was there four? Three. No, yeah, maybe it was that then. Anyway, yeah, so ain't been reliable, Mario's. is it? No, see, yeah, since since well, Creed then. Yeah. <laughs> so November, I've received. The thing is, with you, and correct me if I'm wrong. Obviously. Online ordering was the has been the only way pretty much for most of 2020 because of pandemics and games has been closed and you know they're not they're not really selling stuff other than I think 3D World you found in ASDA like yes that that was being sold yeah. but but most cases you're being forced to buy online but you previously had been a bit of an online buyer anyway from the likes yeah. of Shop Two from the likes of Base so. I say shop two has always been my go-to day early sometimes day, uh, and yeah typically i think i remember getting gears four i think that came out on the tuesday and i got it the saturday before i think that's the best i ever got yeah so solid you know three four days early but yeah typically it was always the day before so i always went with them then base started to do it like three quid cheaper so i was like right go to base but base are terrible for delivery even if you just buy a game normally they come like six seven days or something it's ridiculous second class royal mail please it was uh, so i was like right why am i fucking doing this when it's like three quid more and i can get it the day before whatever um and then yeah that's what i've been doing typically it's just sort of whoever's the cheapest been going with them and it did sting me i went twice with base and they no day one 
And then, yeah, 3D World was the last one, although that was simply games, which are pretty good. But I I, to be fair to them, I don't think that was them. I think that was Royal Mail. It could all be Royal Mail, to be honest. Well. I'm sure these game companies are probably going, right, chuck that out. That's, that's nothing to do with us anymore. It's left our warehouse, sir. That's it. There's nothing to do with him. That's why, yeah, the last time with 3D World, because it took so long, I think it was like five days after release or even longer than that, mm. I, yeah, I went to Asda's and bought it. And then when the new one came, I just took that one back to Asda's. So <laughs> I was shooting it because I didn't know whether the barcode would match up or not. There was a rumour going around that Shop 2 were sending out copies that didn't have UK barcodes and that some people um, would go and trade it into game. They obviously use a barcode system to scan it and it would reject it. Cool. This was a long time ago. This was like Xbox 360 era. Oh, right, okay. okay. I just remember that being a thing, so I might have just dragged Shop 2 through Trading was in its infancy. Well, exactly. So I don't know about that. But yeah, we're fortunate in this case that you got... Monster Hunter Rise, and you got a few goodies as well, which I think came early, didn't it? Goodies. So, yes. So, I tell you what. Boom. It did come. So, for those that are listening, we've got got a steelbook. Steelbook here. Yep. Uh, The main game. We've got Magnum Arlo Amiibo, Amiibo, which Hall doesn't have. Hall does not have that. And he's a quid. One day we're going to get him on the Twitch stream to go through his Amiibo collection. It's insane. But he ain't got that one, that's for sure. Go Sutton, pop that in your Switch. (laughs) There you go, boy. Um, What else did I get? Oh, and I've got some key rings. Yep. Love a key ring. Lovely key ring. Oh, he loves it still. But yeah, so I've got some goodies. And yeah, they came on the day. No day early, unfortunately, which, you know. I thought that stuff came early for some reason. Oh, that stuff did. No, the Amiibo came the day before. Oh, okay. This this took came on the day. On the day. No, because I was bricking up. One package. One package that. And then this beast was in a box about three times its size. (laughs) Is that that necessary, really? I mean, I'll be livid if it was dented or whatever. Even I'm going to rip it out of the box soon. But, um, yes, it came. It came. came. And I've stuck a solid 10 hours in. Here we go. Um, 10 lengthy hours. And wow. I'm sad to tell you that it's a bag of shit. And I'm going to take it back. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we'll get Actually, we'll get on to the 10-hour thing a bit later because I did want to query that because there's been other things going on but we'll, we'll we'll start with your report on monster hunter rise yep now you played a bit of the demo any 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 major differences from the demo anything that surprised you or is it pretty much much for a muchness and then we can get into the nitty-gritty it's i mean in terms of gameplay yeah it's the same as the demo yeah. um but it's all about this this home world. The the quality of life improvements in this game. Oh, this is going to get your nipples tweaking, mate. Go on then. <laughs> um, it. But yeah, in terms of the gameplay, yeah, it's the same. The, the wire bugs um, are a, a, a game changer now because you don't have that clutch claw no. that we got so used to. That now we've got these wire bugs that we can fly about. It's it just makes the action a lot more quicker. Um, so, so if you get knocked over by it. Uh, 
like a monster, mm. you can use your wire bag to get straight back into combat. Right. And another thing I'm fucking surprised about is this. It, it must be like how small the file of the game is. The loading's like comparable to these Xbox Ones. Oh, really? X. Quick. Se- Series X, sorry. They're fucking rapid. To actually get into like, a f- uh, into like an actual mission or even to fast travel it's literally instant and i'm like oh cool, how's that doing i've got to have the worst hard drive in history in that thing <laughs> um but yeah in terms of combat and like from playing the demo yeah it's much for much there's a few few different tweaks like some of the moves and stuff it, all the weapons are the same from world um but yeah in combat wise and sort of gameplay loop it is much for much exactly what you played in the demo okay how are you getting on with the the shift and the cutting in half of frame rates and probably generally a bit of a not as clean production Mm -hmm. presentation that you had especially on the ps5 where it was the butter smooth baby's ass liquid that we had yeah to be to be fair like it has kept stable it's it's surprising because because you now have especially like when you're it's amazing that when you're playing on multiplayer do you remember in uh world if you had like more than two it'd fuck your palicos off so you'd just be left on your own yeah well this you've got three you've got a, you've got your palico yep a palamute which is a dog that you can ride hound, and you've yep. also got an owl as well i forget what it's called now and he does some sort of buffing in the background <laughs> um an owl but, yeah, I don't you get know to name all three of these. All three of them, yeah. What so, you named them? Phil is my name. <laughs> 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 my mate wanted me to name him Japanese. It, they, they went with something like I can't remember his name, Kamamaru. Yeah. Um, and then Clarky went with Ron Johnson. <laughs> 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 he was, was going to go with something Japanese. It's it's Sakura, but no, I went with classic Phil. I like British building names. Right, yeah. <laughs> so I had, uh, what was my last one? Nigel was my last Nige one. Nigel was the last one. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. This is Phil we're going for today. He's got his cat, his Palico Felix. Yep, standard. And his, uh, and his Palamute, good boy. Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you can... What about the owl? Be... Oh, yeah, I didn't name the owl. I just left it. I went, oh, come, it. come on. I know. Oh. I need to go back. You can change it. So oh. I will I will go back. But he ain't offering much. I don't know what he's... He's in the background doing I shit. I reckon on the super hard master of ranks, he'll, really, he'll be some sort of fucking buff god. And everyone will be like, cool, get yeah. the owl in. It's meta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could see that. Um, but, yeah, so they've been... Yeah, they're being state. Well, I think you stay with at least one of them for the um, what's it called? But that's what I was saying. When that shit's going down, so you, we had like three of us have been playing with, yeah. plus all had at least one uh, companion with us. And when you're all fighting at the same time, um, and there's particles and things. And to be fair, that frame rate doesn't dip at no. all. So it's pretty like obviously there is a downgrade in it going down to thirty. I did try it on our TVs. We can do like a like this fake 60 FPS where it basically enhances the refresh rate to 60. Yeah. But it's sort of like, you can tell it's a fake 60. So like <laughs> stuff in the background will be re- like 60 FPS, but then you'll be like moving in 30 and stuff. It's right. a bit weird, but something like animal crossing, I, I always use it because it just feels like it's not a fast pack action game or anything. So it just feels normal. Yeah. But this, you can sort of tell. So I did cut it down to 30, but for the most part, frame rates, you, you sort of get used to it like it will 
obviously benefit from a 60. Mm. And looks-wise, to be fair, it's pretty good. Like, there's some low-res textures um, coming off a of world. That's a trouble, because world was gorgeous. Um, yeah. This is... It, de- it definitely has a different feel to this. It's it's certainly less... It's gory. got a different feel, the builder... <laughs> feel uh, the builder's got it's less sort of story orientated this it's there still is like story and stuff but there was a lot more cutscenes and voice acting in world whereas right. this is sort of a cutscene chuck you in on unbelievable amount of fucking tutorial systems and if someone that went like if biff went i'm gonna give this one a go yeah you'd just be like cool i don't know if you're ready for this mate <laughs> it is so overwhelming but then what's the di- what's the better way that many tutorials to teach youngsters and younglings yeah. at, at works or world which had a fair few tutorials but still left us cocking and a few times when yeah that like, is right. true so i think that's what they've done i reckon they got feedback that like yeah there was no hand holding and obviously the switch probably is designed for a younger generation ish yeah you know i've seen these kids getting grubby hands on the switches (laughs) exactly much to salmon's dismay console of the year but it is a kid's console you see (laughs) but no um so yeah i do wonder if that that's why they've gone tutorial heavy and chucking a lot of information at you at once yeah but um but yeah the um yeah frame yeah it looks all right it does look fairly good it's a sort of it just is a hybrid of world and the old switch game uh, the old handheld game sorry yeah a bit more cartoon and stylized um but yeah obviously brought down a peg in terms of graphic fidelity interesting so one thing i wanted to ask you about is is kind of tied in you mentioned there wasn't as many cutscenes and whatnot but more no. about the setting of this because yeah. monster hunter world seemed um, I don't know if this is right or not, but it felt a bit more westernised, just in yeah, general, yeah, with the, the, the overarching plot. This appears to me from the outside that it might be set in some Japanese type yeah. land with a village and whatnot, and even like the the styles of some of the armors I've seen kind of lends itself to that style. Is that is that a correct assumption? And how are you finding the the overall setting? Yeah, you, yeah, that's bang on. To be fair, that's I think I where straight in the world, I think hardcore fans would sort of say it's their 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 sort of westernized version of mm. of uh, thing. Even though, like you know, the hardcore fans do love it. It was a great game, great um, man, great dog, exactly. Um, but yeah, Good it was boy. very westernized, and again with its story, voice acting, and stuff. But yeah, this is definitely set in like a J- Japanese like set a village the stories monsters um, of tsushima <laughs> exactly i mean look at the the main character he looks like a samurai yeah, yeah. <laughs> um you've literally got a samurai as the main guy and stuff yeah. so yeah it's definitely what it's really cool um if you're into that sort of style um you know like the sort of feudal japan sort of era yeah edo era is it um but yeah like i say it's not too much I'm, i've only played about 10 hours so far right um and probably about eight of those hours were multiplayer so you know like when you're playing multiplayer you're not really taking in too much story when you've got yapping going on yeah um gbh is <laughs> yeah but this yeah like i say this sort of does cut a lot of the two out in terms of that and sort of from the get-go, you're like, cutscene, intro, go. 
and then you just yeah. left off to your devices and a load of reading. Um, <laughs> but I tell you, the quality of life improvements in this game are just incredible as a player. So let me tell you some of the shit. You tell so me like, what they've done. Because the big thing about World was that they said it's a more palatable, more accessible version of it. It appears as though one of the aims of Rise is to kind of extend that road and make it a bit longer for those that perhaps haven't played it and, and make things easier for the player and not as obtuse. Yeah. So straight off the bat, you can accept a mission from anywhere in the in in the hub. Oh. So you ain't got to be going to no quest boards. You can be joining anything from anywhere. Um what else? You can fast travel throughout the uh I think you could probably do that in Icebond, couldn't you? I can't remember now. Yeah. You can. Um what are the other things? The there's no um scout flyers anymore. That's been done away right. with. I was like, cool. So you ain't got basically the um How can you get rid of them? Oh, exactly, yeah. But you remember you used to have to go and uh, what's it fucking learn about each monster and then you could find some of right, that out. so that's a good point because when I played the demo that was not um, you just it, it just had like a direction of where the monster was that's it yeah and I was like I wonder if it's just doing that for the demo but is that the no, way the game's structured so there's no place. there's no footprints to find there's no, no footprints or nothing but it does tell you so you have a mini map that's one the only uh, is a negative I'd say about this game is the HUD oh, is very bit very busy bitter bug so you, coming up you can turn stuff <laughs> bitter bugs are are back oh back beef <laughs> still represented in rise that's <laughs> important but yeah it has got a busy HUD I will say that but you can turn bits and bobs off but yeah from the in the mini map in the corner so you'll have like question marks and that will be where each monster are the typically around a sort of three in an in a map at a time right and then you obviously have to pick kill one or you can go on expedition and do all three if you want um so it's not as open as world um so why is it not as open i don't know i think they've just uh like i don't know because i think they're keeping it more sort of mission based rather than like in world you're sort of going off and doing them expeditions a lot to find the monster whereas this you'll get the mission structure is completely different in this one okay so you have you'll have like there's like two sets of missions you have like i think it's like village quests yes and then hub quests i think they are so a lot i think some of them are like single player plus multiplayer and that so yeah i've heard that there are single player only quests like the village quests are those and one thing with that is obviously you don't have to wait for the cutscene before people can join because no. you can only do it single player and then the hub Good. quests are single player or multiplayer exactly um, and that is the best thing as well another quality of life improvement is there is no cutscene waiting right. that cutscene comes before you enter that mission so you can now SOS flare from the get go it's changed yeah. its name I shit my pants because I, I googled it and said is there SOS flare <laughs> and then it said on there no there's no SOS flare but it, there is a similar feature that's been removed it's called like request jo- join request or something but yeah. it's essentially the same thing but Fair but enough. you do you can do that from from the hub world and either go in with people, but what it does is it literally plays the cutscene before you go in. Right. So whereas in world you'd go and 
find your fucking footprints, follow yeah. them until you come up to it, then it would do the cutscene. Or this is just doing the cutscene off the bat, and then you go, oh, right, so this is the monster <laughs> I'm going to kill. And then you go into it and go and find it and give it a good lever. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's li- little bits like that, just being able to accept mission requests from wherever you are, fast travel to different in uh, different areas in the hub map. Um, everything goes to your item box now as well. So like even any, um, blah, 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 like even pelts and like the bones and carvings you get, they go all into your item box. Right. Um, I don't know what the benefit of that is to be honest, but I suppose it's just so you know where everything is and what you've got rather than having to go through all that wish list bollocks and go, right, I need three more horns or whatever. Yeah. Um, so what's, trying to think. what's this village like then? The village, yeah, this is the, or the, the, or the like, hub or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So that's the thing as well. Now, the gathering hub, you can get, there is a gathering hub, but you can go anywhere in the world as well, like in the a village with. If you party. join a server with someone, you can, you, like you're not stuck in there. So you don't have um, to go to the gathering hub to see others. It's just yeah, you, you could just load into a village and there's people sitting on the roofs going hello. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the village. It's just it's so many different sections. It's a lot bigger than World or oh, I don't want bigger Adkins. But it's all flat. It's all flat, and like I say right. no travelling. But there's loads of NPCs. So you've got like a buddy section. The training area is just like incredible. It's like some, I think if you've seen it, it's like a big toad type thing. Yeah. No, it's a platypus, I think. Yeah. Um, and you can sort of make it move to however you want. You, you can, can choose different of, like paths, can't you, for it, or attack that's patterns. That's it. And, yeah. That's it. And Sounds a bit you, like what um, what's name used to be. Um, Smash. You think you can do that in the train oh, on that. Yeah, that's right. Set it to do certain things. Yeah, so it's so much better in terms of that. The hunter notes in this, like I say, I think to because at first you don't have the information, but if you find the monster, and I think literally all you have to do is cite it, and yeah. then it will give you the information. But the Wikipedia that you get, it's like a Wikipedia rather than it just go, it's like you know, fire, freestyle, yeah, thing like that. It now tells you what percentage of drop, what it will drop, and what percentage it will. Do with each weapon. So if you're like aiming for something, can you like, oh, I really need that. So yeah. it'll tell you what's the best weapon to use and what part to it and stuff, and it will give you a percentage of that drop. Oh. Uh, it's inc- like incredible information, really. It really is for the fucking proper monster hunter nerds like us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just the these little quality like it's, they're very minimal. Like obviously to the untrained eye people were like what it just sounds like basic shit but when you're playing the, the sort of the repetitiveness of this game loop little things like that just being able to accept a quest wherever you are and just yeah. being able to fast travel this even just that fucking dog being able to run around on that dog right and i know you had the towel this towel is riders was towel, it? right yeah so this is the thing i put the demo on i got on the dog I couldn't work out how to sit there and make it do it for me. Yeah. I don't know so if you can. Don't think you can. Right. No. And you know me, <laughs> the reason why I love Assassin's Creed Valhalla so much is so I can I can put a quest mark on the other side of the world. 
set the good. set the horse off and put my feet up and it'll take me there and I'll just look I'll watch it I'll relax yeah. I'll meditate whilst the horse is travelling across that's why a lot of tail riders in yeah. world is because I could just set the hunter just sit there and do that yeah and it would just find it. and also when the when the monster fleed it would yeah. automatically just follow it anyway here's why the reason that isn't introduced in this here we go is because syndrome. Destiny Syndrome inbound. Uh, to be fair, I think with Weld, to, you didn't you you could explore the area, but really, what was there to explore? All you had was like uh, bones and what's it called, mining um, ores. Basically, that was it, and a few null berries and hey, plants. That's where you stuff. get all the tail riders from exploring, find the little oh, base is, and saying Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, I don't think they have that. I think it's literally one base in this, which is annoying. I quite like that bit, mm. but this game feels like it rewards you a lot more for exploration because you get buffs just based on the little little flyers that fly around like the endemic life that's about you get buffs off of them so rather than just heading straight for the monster your best bet is to just fucking dart about on that dog pick up all the sort of buffs and get your sort of stats up before you head in Um, and yeah just like you say there's still stuff to be rewarded like you've got the same um, I think there are like palicos and stuff you can pick up um, and send out whatever um, there's some like hidden lore that you can pick up oh, um, but it certainly definitely lends itself more to an exploration than just sort of you know go to the monster and, and fuck it up I was, pick, I was picking up footprints I love that yeah yeah it does seem weird because like that's what you were just so used to um, that was also like the tail riders would do that they would, oh, would they? If, if you didn't have the location of the monster already unlocked, like because after that, after you got to a certain level, you, it'd show you on the map. The um, the tail riders would find the nearest footprint and follow the trail, cool, which was so fucking yeah. handy. Um, interesting. So you spent you reckon eight hours playing it cooperatively. How was the yeah. performance on co-op? Um, yeah, I mean that's obviously a bit of a concern a for some people, but the, the yeah. switch offers, and um, this will probably be something for people you know, who who don't want to play online, but there's also more local options with the Switch because, mm. you know, those those stupid adverts they showed us when it first came out about people playing on rooftops with four Switches who <laughs> were after them, but that functionality is here and yeah. it's going to be a game where it's, where it's useful. In terms of its connectivity, it's absolutely flawless. Like, there is no lag whatsoever. We didn't have zero sort of fucking glitches or lag or any, no any slow down of, of people getting no into servers or whatever. Exactly. No, nothing nice. like that. And it's snappy, quick join. You can also join people's games, which that is another huge thing, which I couldn't do. And so if I saw you online and you were playing you with an open server, yeah, that's it. You had to invite me in and code. Well, I could just like, you can set it to private. I'm sure if you don't want any fucker turning up, but I can just join your your game and it just I just chucks me in with it. It's incredibly fast. The biggest downside, and this is Monster World's problem, this is the Nintendo Switch, is that fucking voice chat. Because <laughs> I suppose, arguably, you probably don't... I don't know. Do you need a chat? I suppose you right, do a bit. Here's the thing. Monster Hunter World... You play a random, you don't need that chat. It ain't required. Mm. People just get on with it and know what they're doing. Yeah. But where you, Clark, and Pozzola are playing it as a, as a social thing, Yeah. you want it. Well, you don't want to be sitting yeah, there in silence. You might as well be playing with fucking nobody over the other yeah, side of the world. Yeah, that's very true. 
So that's the way I've always viewed it, is that for that's, a social thing, you kind of want that. I don't know how much, yeah. how much you shout out to each other for tactics, but it's that other yeah, thing, not, just when you're wandering around, it's just like having a chat, having a laugh. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. So the first night that uh, on Friday when we got it, we, yeah, we did a session, and my fucking phone was like 10% battery, so we had to go through We tried Discord voice chat, but for some reason it just fucking was terrible nah, then we, you want to get on the dimp server that, yeah, that's, that's the one extra bandwidth for those <laughs> that are members of the staff and or um patreon actually that's not true i haven't set that up yet one day. <laughs> one day but yeah so we tried whatsapp and because the nintendo switch do have their own app but you can only use it for certain games and and Monster on the Rise isn't fucking compatible yet, which is fucking what? ludicrous. Yeah, ludicrous. But so we ended up doing WhatsApp, and like I was literally, I had him on like loudspeaker on my phone whilst I was fucking playing. It was ridiculous. Uh, and in the end, we just turned on our PlayStation and used the chat from that. Just turned the tent. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a fucking, I have a PlayStation controller with the head fucking headset plugged in whilst playing my Switch. I was like, fucking hell. <sighs> But, yeah, so that's the only downside. If you are going to get it and you've committed, you've got a gang, do be wary of this fucking chat because it is bollocks. Oh, um, God. It will require you an extra console. If you ain't got one, you've got to go and get and buy well, an Make Xbox. sure you've got an Xbox or a PlayStation or something. Yeah. Drop shit creek. How funny. Um, okay, well, that's, that is, yeah. This, it, what it's felt like with Rise is that it's not necessarily the game that's getting in its own way. It's more that, because it's going on Switch, it's having to concede certain yeah. things, whether exactly. it's in the visuals and the frame rate and whatever, and things like voice chat. Yeah. Um, how, is, is that, does that have an effect on your outcome of the game, the fact that it's only available on this platform? So it's not like you, people are like, oh, yeah. you play out on Master Race, Ad Kids, it's much better. You can't, you can't do that as we speak and you won't be able to for another year yeah. or so. Yeah. Is that a bit of a blower? It is a bit of a blower. Because, would you have preferred it just being on PS5? Yeah, I think I would, yeah. I, I, I do like that they've done it on Switch because it does give me an excuse to play it because I don't fucking play enough, that Switch. So it's something like that. But, yeah, the restrictions are a hindrance, um, but not as much as I thought they would be. Like, once you do knuckle down and start playing, you, you do sort of tend to forget it. Um, the only thing well, I did get out with World is I'm not noticing a lot of help when it's come to using that fucking SOS flare, which, yeah. but like I say, it did have that in World sometimes. So in my head, that SOS unit on the Switch should be brilliant with people. Yeah, because they're all new and they're just they're all new, and for so, and we it's know that one in, console. In, we know that yeah, and in Japan, like the handheld Switch is. Like one of the more exactly. popular probably the PlayStation. I don't know the exact figures, I could be wrong, but I just expected you'll get a lot more uptake from that. But yeah. Maybe it's because it's yeah, early in the game, people aren't they're trying to look it's after it's... themselves to start with. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I suppose it is just the the week. But yeah, I, I mean it would have been nice to have it on all consoles and whatnot. Um uh but yeah, it'd be int- it'd be interesting to see because like you say, it is dialed back. It will be interesting to see what they add from now until the PC release yes. and what gets boosted. Um, they like, they've already confirmed that they'll be like adding um, like the neck the master rank 
thing. Mm. I think it's. I think they're sticking with higher rank or master rank. I'm not sure. It used to be called G rank. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're doing that, but that's still to come. Um, so yeah, it will be interesting. But yeah, it very, it definitely fit, it has that sort of switch charm to it. Sort of it is watered down. Mm. Um, but like I say, it's not. It the only pull like the like I say, it's more they're less story orientated and more sort of gameplay focus. It's it's just sort of like right, get out and do your missions. That that's it. And it, it's very game. short short and snappy as well. That's that's the sort of whereas world it would have you doing multiple missions just to get to something. Yeah. Like you'd literally have to do those expedition missions where that these ain't to be seen. You've got optionals in here, which are your village quests where you like go out and fucking find twenty kill twenty bloody Shitters, uh, yeah. shitters and that and collect 20 bloody bitter bugs biff <laughs> deliver them um, but there isn't in the mission like when you're going through the story missions it's it's strange because they're not it's where's world you had like one path didn't you it's that like assigned mission yeah yeah um the, like that's not here this is you're having to just do like I think it's like it's giving you three or four options to choose from and then you just do them and then it continues and moves you to the next rank or whatever and then but you could then it gives you a list of other optional missions which I've been sort of just clearing that down to be honest yeah and And also if you want your gear you'll have to exactly and can you redo the optional stuff yeah you you can do it yeah you can still do it you can just keep playing it whatever and reap the rewards Uh, yeah the grind is still there um but yeah, like it definitely feels like it's less orientated, and you're not doing it so much. That like is literally just go out and hunt, basically, and and enjoy these new mechanics. Interesting. Well, you said you was, you said the something that might grab by the bollards. Hmm. Well, I've said it now, sir. <laughs> what was it? What bit? It was just basically the the, the quality of life improvements. <laughs> I'm still trying to think of what else there is. I thought there was something like he was talking about the amiibo or some sort of daily. I don't know what it was. I thought there was something else. I've lied to you. There's going to be a watershed moment. I mean, I've not even got to this fucking rampage mode. Yet, no, which is yeah. annoying. I, I wanted to give some feedback on that, but that's obviously what it. I think that's more story and orientated. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just I suppose that like when you t- say them in person, they are there are just minimal uh, changes, but. When, when you're, when you're pl- exactly like me and you, where we stuck over hundred hours in each. Yeah. When when you surprised you've like, got the fucking minerals to play this still exactly yeah yeah I've got to say it's annoying because I've Hit I've been having a, a real I've been having a fucking creep buzz for the last week yeah. and now this has come along and it's sort of taken me away but I do want to continue with both um, let me just have a little look and see there was just there's little it's just little things that I just think oh that would like if having that in world would just be such a game changer. <laughs> um, live on air, just there it is, <laughs> just playing. Um, but yeah, the, the, the majority, the, the majority of stuff is still, still here. Um, but it's just the ease of doing stuff. Just trying to see if any of this jogs any met anything that I've mentioned. Memories. So it's it's just yeah, it's just like quality of life improvements, basically. Of being able to do stuff a lot snappier and quicker, mm. um, and especially just like like we said, 
Now, now I can't think. I think I've said everything really. The, <laughs> I'll be probably, I, I think one of the points you've raised is good. That I'll be interested to see how many, if any, enhancements they make to the PC version. Yeah. Like, or whether they just port it over as it is and then Master Race get their hands on it and go, oh. Yeah. Scrappy. Yeah, it, it, I was going to say, I mean, you do get like Resident Evil Revelations. That's a 3DS game and that's Ooh. on PC. So yeah, yeah. you do get games like that, but. Like I say, it definitely feels like a Switch game, so it will be interesting to see if there is any enhancements or not. But Even for crossplay, yeah, that's that's a big thing as well. We didn't get we didn't get that with there. I think no. that's something they should definitely look into in this yeah. day and age. Nowadays, um, get, get that crossplay installed if you're a multiplayer game. That should be yeah, that should be on the roadmap. If not, it should be there day one, like it is for fucking Outriders coming in. Yeah, but yeah, no, I'll just I'll just be interested for you to have a little have a couple of hours with it just to feel the differences because there it, there are marginal differences even in button layout and stuff and things yeah. that you do it's a bit it's just a bit of a change of pace um certainly like i say a lot snappier and quicker and i'm i'm watered down but oh yeah i'm enjoying it so far definitely just Good. back on the grind back on the grind well we'll check back in at a later date probably post easter see how you get on with monster hunter rise um and uh, yeah, that's a that's a good initial opinion piece on on that particular mm. title. So looking forward to hearing more about that. Hearing what these rampage modes like, seeing yeah, that's how, something, how you that's... get on with the with the co-op play remotely and and whatnot. But mm. it's on Switch. If you've, if like it's a bit of a killer app for the Switch, so. I, I expect it to sell very, very well. And yeah. Like you say, I think... Critical acclaim has been pretty decent. I think you yeah. was expecting a little bit higher, but it's coming yeah. about maybe five lower than what we was expecting, but still not nothing to sniff at at sort of mid to high 80s. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you, I definitely think you're right. Like, this is sort of giving the, the East the east side boys a lot more of their game back, whereas, like, World was very westernised and certainly... Water it down for me. <laughs> yeah, that's it, and that, like, that obviously was the game that got us on board. So, I know. you know, um, now they've got another sale at least one. Exactly, I'll definitely so, be sniffing around it. I'm just, I'm in a bit of a weird space at the moment where I'm not sure. Mm. I need, I feel like I need to sit down for a, a half a day and plan out what I'm going to do for the next few months. Yeah, and I just, can't, I've just come off the back of Final Fantasy 15, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. And off the back of World, which was a big commitment, 90, 100 hours odd. And looking down the pipe, it's not a great deal coming, so I need to really have a think. I'm, I just know I've got games on the backlog that yeah, could, could be looked could at. Be. Yeah, it's not one that you're missing out by not playing it right now. Um, that's the good thing. And to be like, it was such a stinker that they've announced that PC version because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that must have cost them some sales, even though they'll be getting them later on down the line. But... Mm. Yeah, just to announce that before this one's out, it was a weird thing to do, but... Got to do what you got yeah. to do sometimes. Yeah. Master Race clacking for it, so give me my Monster Hunter. They went, all right, you have a Switch port, and they were like, well, not that. <laughs> that won't go on ultra-wide, will it, Salmon? <laughs> we'll see when they fucking announce some details. Um, Final Fantasy fifteen. Oh. Now, blast from the past. People did go, you oh, listen I, to my review? I did. I went back. Yeah. So Ugh. you reviewed the game um, for us many moons ago. It wouldn't have been on any of our podcast feed. It was on our 
uh, YouTube channel when we was just doing separate reviews on there and and uh, and whatnot. I think uh, you reviewed it about a year after it come out because you'd cool. one of those ones that you'd got. And yeah, didn't get through and finish. Um, Chucks it back, which is fine. Which is fine. Sometimes we 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 do things like that. That's that's what happens. But yeah, I went back and listened to some of Europeans. I don't think, to be honest, there's a lot that's off base there. No, because um, it has changed a lot since. It like, has, yeah. Some so of that stuff you were telling me. Yeah, so I played this on the PlayStation Plus collection via PS5. So if you've got a PS5, and I think you have to be um, a member of PlayStation Plus, there's a number of games that kind of were there from day one. This was one of them, Final Fantasy XV, and it's the Royal Edition. Cool. Royal Cheese. And that includes the base game, a load of added extras like uh, the the radio stations on the car you can there's load there's tons of other optional soundtracks like tomb raider and other square enix cool. titles yeah, that you didn't can get none of that you can go through that uh, it includes i think it's three episodes for each of your party members so it's three like little two hour dlc packs for each, well, i think yeah. they're about two hours i actually haven't played them because um, well, I'll tell you why later on. Yeah, got <laughs> loads of time, and I didn't want to really rush through it again. I kind of wanted to break to see if I actually wanted to go back. Um, and they have since launch have made tons of changes to this game, much like they do with Monster Hunter. Yeah, it's been one of those games that's been constantly, constantly updated. And Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition looks to particularly at the back end i think the main thing they've changed is in like the final act or so they've made a lot of changes like they've made particularly one part go from about 20 minutes to, to two to three hours worth of content if you want it it made like a, a new hub almost they've, so they've added a lot of stuff um but one of the key things that, that, that i thought was great playing on the ps5 and this is something you called out on your review was that you've got access to uh, performance mode, a quality mode, and a light mode. Performance and the quality and the quality mode run like absolute donkey shit. Even on that PS5. Even on the PS5, honestly, oh. they run like absolute asswipe. I don't know what they've done. The light mode, up. the light mode is 60 FPS, reasonably Slilky. flawless. Right. But the other two, honestly, good just grief, absolute, absolute pig. Yeah, I remember it being a pig of a game. I wonder if they've just focused on because I think Digital Foundry did a video and I think I remember them saying that the light mode was the best option mm. to go with and I wonder if they've gone like light that's your bread and butter now let's sort that out fuck the other two yeah <laughs> so I played it on the light mode primarily um, and some of the, and the changes that come with it are, you can now control the other characters um, yeah that's a huge difference I mean, really. you can unlock it if you unlock it it's part of like the right. stat unlock it's not there from day one I think you need like 20 action points oh, okay. to do that um, which is quite easily achievable to get. And I actually didn't do that because oh, right. I didn't really want to. <laughs> so oh. I was happy with Noctis, to be fair. Yeah, um, yeah. And there's new bosses, there's new quests, there's new. There's a whole new kind of dungeon towards the back end of the game that wasn't there before. It's there was it was it was quite a light touch things, but there's a whole new hub and dungeon added with optional stuff. At the back hey, end, it's a big update, isn't it? There's a hell of a lot there. Now, the only thing they've done, which is a bit of a stinker, is one of the DLCs is not included um, in the in the raw edition. 
Cool. So you've got one for each of your other members, like Gladius, Old Iggy, and Old Prompto. Is it Prompto? Yeah. In fact, how you pronounce it blonde, now. Blonde chap, isn't it? Yeah, he's, he's the little picture taker. He's loving life. He's, <laughs> he's loving life. But one of the key characters in the game is a chap named Ardin, and he's got his own oh, yeah. DLC package. Oh. Um, that's the one you've got to pay for. So cool. it's four quid. Now, what happened was I was playing the game pretty much from for about 10 days. It took me to complete it. So I started it and finished it within 10 days. So I did a pretty good haul. Uh, during the first nine days, it was on offer for two quid. I kept seeing it. <laughs> and then obviously the day I completed it, I was like, oh, you know what? I might I might go back and do the DLC. It went up to four ninety nine or three ninety nine. I was like, cool. well, I've seen it two pound cheaper. I'm not, I'm not having yeah. that or one pound, whatever the fucking stat was. I can't remember now. Yeah. So I ain't got it, and we'll see about that. But that's that's the one they've kept back. I spoke to um, Evan from Pixel Pints, and he said that's the one that's probably the best one to oh, play. Really? Oh, right. so, so Square, they know yeah. what they're doing. They're like, we'll yeah. hold that one back behind closed doors. So that's a little bit disappointing, but not not entirely unexpected. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was overall. I think I've done thirty-eight-ish hours nice. um, from start to finish. And um, I don't know if you had any specific questions that you wanted to ask, but if not, I've got a few hits and misses mm. that I can I can run through in various detail. And Do, have you looked at the OG stuff? Have you like just to see how different? I remember, obviously, there's changes to the famous. Chapter 13. Um, yes. Have you, have you done, yeah, have you, have you look, gone back and looked at that sort of thing and gone, cool, this is the way to do it? Yeah, so chapter 13 in particular is, is infamous, like you said, because everyone fucking hated it at launch. Mm. Now, they've not done anything, well, they've, they've added a new way of playing it. So when you get to that chapter, I think you mentioned this and you, it was there when you played it. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. Really? You, you can remember. choose to carry on playing as Noctus or you can change to, to Iggy and, and Gladius. Uh, but what it says is, it says, not, do you want to play this as Noctus, normal mode, or Gladius and Iggy, easy mode? So you go to me at that point. I'm not going to put it yeah. on fucking easy mode, am I? So they, they got me there and I played as Noctus. But the main thing they've done in that area to make it more palatable to people is increase the damage of your weapon because previously apparently it was almost impossible to do damage with the, the weapon you're given um, and just make the enemies not as hard. So actually playing through it whilst the structure of that particular part wasn't the best in the game it was certainly one of the more going back and forth collecting keys and just doing mundane stuff um, it, was, it wasn't as frustrating as I'd imagine people when they first played this because they've made it possible that you can actually fight back and I think they, they were going for a bit of a survival horror type vibe initially okay. but now you can just play it pretty much as normal and you won't have any trouble with it other than it's just a bit boring yeah, um, and then that that really kind of sums up the game almost because it's a game of two halves, almost literally. Yeah. It's a game of it's a game of two thirds and one third. The, the right, first yeah, sort of yeah. two thirds that I spent in the open world area, fucking loved it. Like really, really just enjoyed that world and just riding around with the guys and doing side quests, leveling up, fighting monsters. Going out on hunt. It's always a bit like Monster Hunter sometimes. I go and get yeah, a hunt, go yeah, and like, kill a few enemies, level up. It was all great. Yeah, it does, 
put your campfire out, level up, and then sometimes you get like a dynamic sort of side quest off the back of that. And I was like, oh, this is yeah. a really put thought into this. And then the final kind of third, maybe half, I don't think it's quite half, because I spent, I think I spent like 28 hours in the open world and then 10 in the last sort of bit. So it's about right. about a third or, or so. And yeah, or quarter maybe. But And, and yeah, the, the final, where it goes more linear, essentially, there's a part where you leave the open world, it kind of starts to unravel at right, that point. Yeah. It starts to become an issue and you notice that I don't know if they ran out of time or if they rushed through it or, or what, but it, it's certainly the least enjoyable part of the game. And it's, it's strange considering that the open world is definitely not perfect. Like there's still issues mm-hmm. with that, but it's so, so much well thought out, better thought out than what the, the last kind of third is. And that's, yeah. and also what they do, which is frustrating pacing wise they cram so much narrative, so much. I was going to say, I remember of the story yeah, the conclusion beats. to the story and stuff. Sort of, they chuck just, it, just chuck mm. it all in that last third. Yeah, and it's hard to keep up with Adkins. I mean, I've not played a lot yeah. of Final Fantasy games. I know they're pretty much self-contained within reason. Yeah. But fuck me, the lot that last third or so, I was like, I'm getting <laughs> lost here. What, who's? Yeah. Uh, hello. No, yeah, it does. It, it the sort of Japanese of it comes out. I remember thinking, yeah. just like, cool, hang on, now it's like a full anime. Before it was just like a boy band in the fucking desert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, but no, yeah, it de- it definitely sounds like they've made some some improvements, some changes. Uh, I guess yeah, the game. Because when did it come out? Was it 2016, did you 20, say? I believe it was 2016. 16, I, can, 2016 I can almost 17. find out for sure if I so, do this yeah, correctly. It's, it's good that they've yeah. they've made some changes and tried to sell this definitive edition. As well, they gave they it have. me. I give, I'll give it to you. Of course they did. They, they wouldn't it have me. it. Um, and then, oh, it is good, but yeah. So, yeah, I mean, let's hear these closing faults. Yeah, so I think some of the hits that they put into it, some of the good points, is like the open world is definitely the highlight. Uh, those moments with the camp and chatting to your mates. The one thing they miss terribly, and this is something that's just come from Sony games, Uncharted, God of War, Last of Us Part, whatever you want to call it. You've always got a companion with you, pretty much in those games. You notice you've got you know, the kid or you've got Ellie or, um, what's that? Sam Drake in Uncharted yeah. 4. You kind of, and, and even in Uncharted, uh, Lost Legacy. And it's the back and forth between the characters as you're going from A to B, C to D, driving around. There's a lot of chatter going on, a lot of conjecture, a lot mm. of narrative going there. Now, I spend a lot of time in this fucking car with these four. Mm. And honestly, it's like a bad night of Killian's. <laughs> Like it's really like a morgue. There's no chat, like very little. Yeah, there's like there's sometimes they do it. Like there's twenty percent they'll chat randomly, and I was like, oh, that's nice because it gives you a little bit more of a a bit of detail about these these guys. And then a lot of the time though, you drive from A to B, it's just like dead silent. (laughs) The annoying thing is, like Prompto will turn round and like be mouthing like he's talking to someone in the yeah. they've put no dialogue there maybe I wouldn't have expected it done. back then but that was a that was a missed opportunity in, in a way um, and yeah the music's fucking ace so yeah. that's a definite hit the music is so good 
and um, I, I love I love that soundtrack. It's it feels epic. The game it really fits the the narrative and whatnot. One weird thing I just found about the setting is it. it I'm not sure if I'm okay with magical swords, mm-hmm. cars from two decades ago <laughs> and then like diners that are modern like it's a very yeah, weird mixture weird. of areas and elements i guess that's maybe what final fantasy is sometimes but yeah particularly I mean, in this one it felt like it was set in a modern world but with yeah. weird like machinery and, and stuff that was backwards and people still using like swords but they're magic swords sometimes and yeah yeah it is a bizarre concept like yeah the whole dynamic of it the whole like royal side of it as well like the king's prince noctis and all that set in a yes you feel like yeah you feel like a bit of a diva yeah i was gonna say say, a lot of people do dislike noctis and call him a bit of a brat he's all right he's fine he's fine he got himself onto tekken as a character unbelievably there you go but but um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, mean, I can't remember. Do you remember what score I give it? I think we were doing out of hundred back then, weren't we? Or out of ten? Oh yeah, I think it was in the eights or the night. Yeah, eights. So was it what? Back. If we was doing it now and then thumbs were being put up, I think he was a one thumber. Was I one thumber? Yeah. Is that what you? I would tend to agree. Yeah, that, although there were things that really annoyed me, mm. like it let me. What? There was a quest. Where like, to collect some oil off of off of a beast? Right. Don't kill it. You get the oil. I it puts the oil in your treasure item bag, which is for selling stuff. Mm. So obviously, oh. I'm taking out. You got 100 quests at some point. You got about 10 quests going. You kind yeah. of do you do bits of them. Then when you get near a place, you go oh, I'll go and hand it in because I'm over this side of the map. So, but between the time that I got the oil and then went back to the lady to hand it in, I'd sold it. Right. The game didn't recognise that I'd done uh, that, so it's still the waypoint was still directing me to her and saying hand her the oil. I was like, I don't fucking have the oil. I, I, I didn't know I didn't have the oil even. It took me a no. while to figure it out. I had to manually go back, find the fucking beast, and then you realise that it's RNG. So I had to kill about 15 of them to fucking get it. Stinker. That's sloppy. The second thing that's sloppy is that the amount of times I went to interact with something and Noctis jumped. My God. Oh, yeah, yeah. My God, what is going on with those button prompts? They are not not accurate whatsoever. Uh Um, One side quest wouldn't load in. There was like supposed to be something on the table for me to interact with to start the quest, and it just weren't there, so I had to reload the game and it appeared. I had one crash. Um, we've mentioned about the non-open world stuff being just like poor. And yeah, I mean, overall, really some fantastic highs. Yeah. But yeah, some yeah. really dire lows. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely suffers from inconsistency. And it feels like, and it's and if you read up on the history of this development, this game, this probably isn't surprising, but it feels like at times there's cracks that have just been papered over. Yeah. Like yeah, they're yeah. just trying to hold it together and, and, and keep it hanging on by a thread. And the other thing really is that it kind of stumbles over the line at like the back end of it. It's really just a, a it, I appreciate them trying to change the pace of it, but they just, I don't think they made it that engaging. And also the narrative took a bit of a nosedive. It's just difficult yeah. to follow. And the annoying thing is like, if you do the cliff notes of this story of what actually happens from when you start with Noctis to where you end, 
and some of like the major plot points in between. It's really good. It's a great actual A to B story. They just yeah. don't execute it properly. Nah. And that's a bit of a pain. That fucking Kojima Metal Gear Solid 5 syndrome creeping in. Yeah, it's not far <laughs> off that. But no. overall, one thumb yeah. easy. Like, one definitely Final Fantasy Rawdish one thumb. I don't know if I'll do the DLC. I might just YouTube them just yeah. to figure out what's happened. Because, I mean, one of the complaints is that you don't... Some of the plot points are off camera and you don't find out Yeah, there's happens. no sort of resolution, is there, really? Mm. But... I, what I've kind of discovered from this game is that it's it really is just Noctis's view of like or his perspective of what happens. Yeah, there's a few bits where he's not there in cutscenes, like a couple of bits, but generally everything major that happens he's a part of, and the stuff that happens outside of him either being away or unconscious or somewhere else, you only ever get told the result of it. You don't get to see exactly how it happened. It's just like oh, so and so's gone. It's like oh shit. You, but you don't find out or see how, which I kind of, I actually quite like that it's just kind of mainly from Noctis's perspective. But yeah, it's a, it's a strange game, but yeah, I'm glad I played yeah. it. It was good fun. Yeah, it, it definitely sets you up for seven, which um, I'm looking I forward to definitely get into. Um, just a quick question: How much fishing did you do? Because <laughs> <laughs> they actually released a, a fishing game. I didn't know. They? Yeah, I did. I think I got to the last fishing quest and I haven't done it yet nah. um, because I've fished everything in the area and it wasn't there and I was like right yeah. is this now getting RNG'd <laughs> but yeah I did, did a fair bit of fishing got up to like level 7 or 8 I think mm. um, but really the yeah that the side quests are good fun like the chocobos to run around like, mm. it's so like the, the open world's so much fun to play around. It's not, yeah. it's, it's not brimming with life or anything like that. It's not like no. a simulation, but it's good fun just to drive around with those four. Uh, stop for for a quick photo shoot now and again. Yeah. Cook, cook up a meal, level up, and then crack on. And they have a bit of banter sometimes when they decide to put the dialogue in. And really, that's the that's the key to the story is those four really and their their relationship and. And really, that's a that's a good one to, to play for if you've you've got access to it. You'd have to deal with some bollocks, but you have to deal with a lot of bollocks and a lot of games. Yeah. So that's oh. that. Um, I thought we could finish up with, and I don't know how much time we got, but we'll just run it as long as needs to. And this is directly off the back of Final Fantasy Fifteen, having played through that, because in the lead up to Final Fantasy Fifteen. There was a animated film, Kingsglaive, that was released, and a five-part anime animated um, series. It was they're about ten, fifteen minutes long each. It's not a big commitment. That I guess my question is because I didn't watch any of this before I started. I finished it, then went back and watched them. It kind of gave me a, a kind of a perspective on it. But yeah. I guess the overarching question is, what what do you think of companion pieces of media, like a film, like an anime, extra bits that you can, you can or in some cases have to consume before playing the game to get the most out of the story that you're being told within the video game? Yeah, um, I do like them personally, providing they're done right. Mm. Um like with this, I, I watched the the anime series, and did the film come out before the game? Yes, yeah. it did. It did. I definitely remember watching it at, at the time. Um, 
then but yeah so i, I do like that i i don't i'm not 100 sure if i like the idea of being made like to if if it makes you requires you to do it so you have to know to know a bit of the backstory yeah um so like playing a game and sort of you'd be like, who the fuck's what's this? This is doesn't explain well. And they'd be like, oh, well, if you watch the series, then you'd know who this is and it would make sense. <laughs> so that sort of thing, I think, is a bit like, come on, mate, fucking hell, I'm a gamer here. I don't want to watch fucking TV series. But mm. typically, it's like I like when they've they've it's becoming more and more now. Like these films and series are being introduced. The trouble is, especially with films. They're renowned for not being good films. Mm. <laughs> Typically, games do not convert well into ga- into movie stories. No. I'll go the Resident Evil franchise. Now, yeah. there were books made of the Resident Evil games, which I have I've never read myself, but have heard glaring reviews from, and, and sort of does fill out the world Book and worms. the lore and stuff. So things like that. There's Halo books as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. There's an Assassin's Creed prequel comic which confirms Ava was a girl. Oh, really? So there's your canon. Oh, unbelievable, Reset. Jeff. And they let, they, they let women be Vikings in this day. And age. Well, there's fucking apples of Eden that control people's minds in Assassin's Creed series. <laughs> so. so I quite actually, side point, I like the overall um, narrative of what's going on with Assassin's Creed. Like all the God stuff actually is like explainable by um the the events that take place it took place before the games are made but that yeah that's one thing that i would happily sit for a fucking proper yeah. tv show to explain off that shit so, because- yeah, exactly yeah because a lot of this shit is sort of a lot of it does require stuff mm. um you know like uh say last of us for instance like we don't really typically know a great deal about the fireflies and stuff so if you had like a tv series which they're doing if that was just solely based on the sort of thing like fireflies and you've got more information that sort of thing i would much prefer rather than a a, a like for like remake of the, the first game um what was uh castlevania the anime series there i thought that was quite good. a good yeah. sort of ex- extension of that world and law yeah. um but yeah so I, f- I think i do like this sort of stuff but, but you like them to be seg- you, don't, you don't want because what happened with final fantasy 15 particularly was before it came out that's like right we've got a film anime mm. like it's completely linked and tied to this video game yeah um which I, I plan to what I remember I planned to play this game on release and plan to watch this stuff. I even had Kingsglaive ready to oh, really? watch for years, and I never yeah, I yeah. never sat down and watched it until afterwards. Until but, that, but I suppose that's the that's a bit of a tougher ask. In that yeah. you're pay you're going to pay fifty, sixty in Sony's case, seventy UK pounds for a game. They're like right. Yeah. If you want Here some of go. the backstory, it's in this <laughs> anime. To be fair, the YouTube series is free on YouTube. Yeah, I think uh, Kingsglade wasn't. That was no, a, a purchasable no, thing. Just... And to, for me to watch it, I had to call in an old Rakatuian, that weird film streaming thing. I get, oh, like, yeah, yeah, get yeah, a monthly yeah. code, and it was on there. So I was like, oh, okay, sure. I'll just so use that for that. that. But um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't easy to get hold of. My, I guess my view is that if you're going to put this stuff in for the game, like it's not required, but it's supporting it, no. it should be available within the game itself to watch. Yeah, 
or to at least be recapped. And yeah. That doesn't happen in Final Fantasy XV's case. I know it's an old no. example. I can't think of too many other games that have really done it. Done that. What honest. about blurring the line and you've got the likes of um, Quantum Break? Quantum Break. <laughs> TV series within a game. I think there's always this... People want it. Yeah. People yeah. want all the crossovers. They want it. But then I've yet to see it executed to a high enough standard where I'd regularly sign it off. If I'm Alan signing it off, I'd be like, nah. Yeah. yeah. Well, the trouble is these narrative-driven games, they're, they're always questing to be a, a Hollywood movie, aren't they? You know, like... Mm. Last of Us. People say like it's just such a great story. It would make such a good film. It's the it's the most sort of you know a, a tangible film. But it's the playing of the games that makes it that immersive. I think yes. if you're watching it, it wouldn't have that that much of an impact. Uh, but they always say like it's the perfect like you know Uncharted could be like the next um, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this this like you say, there's always going to be this call for it, and and to be honest, yeah, I, I, I do join like there's been a few more announced recently. I can't remember what else has just been announced. There's a Resident Evil film coming out, isn't there? Live action. There's a series yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, I think there's some like there's some fucking weird ones. There's like De- Dragon's Dogma, is it? There's a series about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and typically, yeah, the what's it called? The more Japanese games, then they sort of lend themselves for anime, like near anime, Devil May Cry, that sort of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, it's good. It's a it's a good thing, you know. It gives them the world rather than it just being a one done game and that's it. You don't know fuck all about that world, especially if it's a game you like. So say, say something like Days Gone. Like we enjoy that game. It's not. You know, it's not critically acclaimed as one of the greatest that ever lived, but no. I quite like that setting and that I would like to know a bit more about that sort of world. Rather than it being a one-done game, nothing more. Yeah. If we'd got like an anime series or a, or a comic, something like that, just to fill out that world, I can see that sort of thing. But So what yeah. we're saying is we, we don't mind post-game stuff, but we don't want any pre-game yeah. lure to be added. And... um. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, I think stuff that's separated but connected, like an or just like they're doing a Last of Us TV show, that's not going to be the same canon as the game. It's going to use no. the same characters, the same world, but it's going to be a, a different approach or a different. I I don't mind that at all. Quite like that's why Witch is quite good because yes. it doesn't. Even though it's known primarily, probably these days as a gaming series, that originated as a book series, uh, and that's yeah. what they're going off rather than the game. You know. It's, it's it's difficult. The, the hardest thing is that the games are visual entities, aren't they? So you're mm-hmm. seeing what you're perceiving as that character and that. Yeah. So when you see that character in a different medium and it's you know based off of the book, it's like you think, yeah. oh, it looks nothing like him. <laughs> it's hard to comprehend in the brain. It's not just that. It's like in a if you read a book of something, you obviously have your own picture of them. Yeah, but you don't yeah, actually yeah. ever. You, you never hear what they sound like. And you never see no. what they look like. So when the film or the TV show comes along, you, I think at the barrier is a bit lower. You can go, okay, that, okay, yeah. that's them. But once yeah. in a video game where they've got Nolan North, Nolan North's voice and they look like fucking Nathan Drake, like it's hard to yeah get over that for some people. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. In terms of Kingsglaive and Brotherhood, 
Mm. I actually prefer Brotherhood in the end. Um, I quite oh, like really? that little series. Yeah. It's, was it I'll episode you why, of each character, was it? He's kind oh, of, yeah. So kind of. the reason why... Because Kingsglaive essentially is the story of what happens... You leave like the Crown City, Insomnia, <clears throat> and then it's the story of what happens after you leave. And you hear right. about what happens whilst you're out in the field, but you, again, you never really see it in the game. Right. And a lot of people are like, well, oh, you don't know what's really happened, which is which is true. There's a lot of stuff that happens to other characters and a lot of stuff that happens in Kingsglaive, the film, that you just are not aware of. As a as a video game player, I'm kind of glad I played it backwards in a way because it kind of let me have yeah. this perspective. But at the same point, I didn't feel like I missed a great deal. Like I knew what happened no. over there, I knew what the what roughly what happened, and there was a lot of smaller details that King's Day fleshes out. But um, I had that segregation of perspectives where, it, from Noctis's side, of really only sort of hearing about it, and you're sort of a bit like, "Oh, what's what's really happened? I know that this is the outcome, but Jesus, what's really going on over there?" So I kind of enjoyed not having the full picture for once. Um, whereas Brotherhood, I resonated much more with because the game, the, the Brotherhood, is about the four characters, how they're yeah. connected and their friendship, and that's what the game lives and dies on mostly uh, in Final Fantasy 15. So to have that backstory, I felt was more important than Kingsglaive because you get it from Noctis's view and that you find yeah. out about all your, your your companions, you find out a little bit more about Noctis and that to me felt more relatable to the story. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I, I don't know if people agree or disagree with that, but that's no, it's oh. an interesting topic. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd like to hear other people's opinions on it. Um, chuck it in the fucking comments, you lazy chuck bastards. Chuck it in the comments. Get or, get talking, boys and girls. Chuck it in the Discord or con. Some people just they slag people off behind their backs. And they're like, oh, yeah. Atkins is talking shit again. I'm like, ah, don't slag him <laughs> off. Okay. So that's exactly. the end of that. Well, that's it. I think that's that'll do for the episode. Easter break coming up, as I mentioned, but there will be a audio episode for those in the subscribe to the podcast feed, YouTube people and Twitch. I mean, Twitch is a bit of a you're lucky to be listening to this and seeing it as it's happening. To be honest, you're very, very lucky. So just count your lucky stars that you get anything. And um, in pocket. Yeah, put an in pocket and sub on that. You can sub yeah. Twitch.tv slash Dimp Digital, Amazon Prime. You can sub. Don't sub to these Get big em. boys. They've got enough money. We yeah. need more beer. I'm running out of Heineken. Exactly. Still chugging away at this fucking gone off. Mm. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, if we were going to do, ep- I don't think Adkins would be well enough to do an episode next week because he's going to have the oh, shits fucking... all week from that beer that he's just <laughs> drank. That's out of date. But um, we'll be back with a new piece of content in the next couple of weeks. But if you're listening to the audio feed, look forward to a, a classic Dimp Digital piece of content episode splicing. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but you're going to get some old stuff from back in the day. Get back. Stranded Deep review. Well, I've got <laughs> Stranded Deep sitting here on this epic game thing. Oh, I may well game. stream Another it one. one day. That might be the stream. Another definitive edition. I bet that's a complete different game. Sharks is. in it. Well, he had a shark in it before, but that's why it Big got time. But uh, <laughs> Yes, if you've tuned in this week, if you've watched this week, if you're listening this week, thanks for joining us. But that's it for now. Game over. Thanks for your time. Yes. And ta-da. Oh, my God.
This was a Dimp Digital production.